So this year, we will be deploying our electronic poll books and on-demand printers, just as we have done for the past five elections. We were able to increase our inventory this year, and this technology truly streamlines the process for voters. As long as the voter goes to the correct poll site, they can just check in at the next available station. They don't need to remember what district they live in to check in with the correct table, which is what they had to do in the past. And in a larger poll site, this could become very frustrating for voters if they had to bounce from table to table. So this technology streamlines it for voters. But we also want to mention that election inspectors are a critical part of this process. And without them, election day as we know it would not be possible. We always need election inspectors, not just in presidential and midterm elections. We pay $300 for the full day, which is a long day. It's from 5.15 in the morning until about 9.30 at night. But we do offer split shifts. Any inspector who's interested in splitting the day needs to find a partner to split the day with. And anyone who's interested in being an election inspector should contact the Board of Elections to get on the list as soon as possible. What are the steps that the Board of Elections is taking to ensure that the electoral process is accessible? So for us at the Board of Elections, accessible and equitable falls into three main categories. We have voters with disabilities, voters who have bilingual needs, and also absentee and early voting. Just the first one, with voters with disabilities, we have several voting options available for various disabilities. Our electronic voting systems allow voters with disabilities to cast their vote early or on election day using alternative functions on the standard voting machine. So it's the same voting machine that every voter at a poll site would cast their vote on, but there are just alternative functions to that. Then voters who have a disability which prevents them from independently casting a paper absentee ballot can apply for an accessible ballot online and have that ballot sent to them electronically so that they can complete it in the comfort of their own home. And then any voter with a disability or even a voter who cannot read or write can request assistance from anyone on election day or during early voting at the poll site, except their union representative or employer. If they do not have anyone to bring to the poll site with them, they can have two inspectors, of course, one Democrat, one Republican, to assist them in completing the ballot. As far as bilingual ballots, we are required to have certain towns have Spanish ballots as well. We choose to have bilingual English and Spanish ballots all across the board in Sullivan County, and we do have staff within the Board of Elections and inspectors on Election Day who speak both English and Spanish, which allows us to assist as many voters as possible. Then third is absentee and early voting. Not everyone can make it to the poll site to vote on Election Day, maybe because of their work schedule, travel, illness or disability, in which case the voter has two alternatives. First, they can either vote by absentee ballot, which requires an application, whether it's the traditional paper application or electronically via the New York State Absentee Ballot Portal. The request is then processed by the Board of Elections, and a ballot is mailed to the voter, including a postage-paid envelope for the voter to return their voted ballot back to us. Or the second method is by voting early, which is just like going to vote on Election Day at your usual poll site. We have two early voting sites this year. One is our usual site here at the Sullivan County Government Center in Monticello. And our second site is new this year. We had it for the primary election in June, and that's at Public Health Services, which is located at 50 Community Lane in Liberty. We recognize that we live in a county where transportation can be an issue for voters, and it could be a reason why a voter doesn't cast their vote on election day. Both early voting sites are accessible by the Sullivan County Move Bus during weekdays during their regular uh, hours for the route. We hope this adds to the number of voters who are able to cast their vote on Election Day. Let's talk about the uh, 
polling locations because I know there's been changes to the some district maps and some folks might be confused exactly where to go to vote. I know they might be too long to list here on the air, but if people have questions on exactly where they have to go to vote and think they, their voting place may have changed, where can they go to get that information or who can they sure. call? Any voter who has a, a question about what their new election district is, legislative district, or poll site can either call us here at the Board of Elections, which is 845-807-0400, or they can check their status anytime on the state website, which is voterlookup.elections.ny.gov. Can you share some insights into the board's efforts to enhance the security and integrity of elections, particularly in light of an evolving threats and, and, uh, and technological advancements? So we can't go into the details regarding this question. However, we do have guidelines and policies in place, and we work closely with the New York State Board of Elections and other state and federal agencies to implement and enhance these policies as needed. One question that I always get from some voters is that if they go to a polling place and they run into trouble, for whatever trouble that means, meaning maybe they're not finding their name or having some issue with the poll workers there, is there a number they can call the day of election to get some assistance? Absolutely. Anytime a voter has a question or concern, they can reach out to us, and they should reach out to us immediately at the main number, which is 845-807-0400. Now, like I said, this is a big local election year for us here. Supervisors, legislatures are, are running. But there's also some propositions on the ballot. Can you go over those propositions so folks who know about what's going on? So this year we do have two statewide propositions that will be on the back of everyone's ballot. The first is a question regarding the removal of small city school districts from special constitutional debt limitations. And the second is extending sewage project debt exclusion from debt limits. The propositions themselves are available on the website. There's also the full proposition language that is available to any voter who's interested, both on the website and also we have pamphlets here at the early voting sites at the Board of Election and in Liberty, and then they'll be available at all of the poll sites on Election Day. I'm looking at the website now in SullivanNY.us, and you can see the sample ballots, and right in the back of it, you can see the two state proposals. We do have all of the sample ballots available on our website for all of the towns and races. Before we go, is there anything else that we have not touched on you want voters to know before they head out to poll, either early voting or on November 7th? Yes, the absentee deadline. It's passed for us to receive the application via the portal or by mail. But any voter can still request an absentee ballot in person up until Monday, November 6th, the day before the election. Early voting ends on Sunday, November 5th. Our hours at both locations are exactly the same. They're posted on our website. Typically, during every day is from 9 a.m. until 5 p.m., except for Thursday the 2nd, which is from noon until 8 p.m. And as always, there's early voting on Monday, the day before the election. That would be Monday, November 6th. We never hold early voting on that day. The other thing we would like to mention, overvoting ballots. This is something that we see a lot, especially in midterm elections and presidential, but it happens every year. We just want to remind voters to please take a moment to review your ballot before you cast your vote. The top of the ballot where it indicates what the contest is, 
it'll also indicate how many candidates you can choose for each category. So some are vote for one, some are vote for up to three. So please take a moment and review those. If you circle too many, the machine will let you know, and you will have to get back in line then if you'd like another ballot, which could add to your time for voting. Well, we're talking to Lori Indiana, Board of Elections for Sullivan County, letting us know what you need to know before you head out to the polls, either early voting or on Election Day. Thank you so much for joining us on the program. Thank you.